you can build an impressive short-term rental business from the ground up with a little help from John and Jeanette. These successful Airbnb and Verbo hosts have experienced and documented the blood, sweat, and tears it can take to really stand out from the pack. Welcome to Stand Out. Hey everybody, it's John and Jeanette. And welcome back to Standout Hosting. So today we're going to be talking about the dishes and the appliances in your short-term rental Verbo or Airbnb property. And you know, when it comes to furnishing your home, we talked about furnishings and furniture last episode, but when it comes to that final outfitting of your home, you know, one of the most important areas to focus on is the kitchen. And we intentionally left that out of the last podcast because we knew it would run even longer if we didn't, you know, guests want to feel comfortable when they're in your home and at, during their stay, they want to have dishes they can use and appliances that they know how to use because it can make such a big difference in that immersive experience that we keep coming back to. So we're going to talk about, you know, outfitting your home with the right kind of dishes, uh, appliances, small and large, and things that will help you stand out from the competition in your area. Yeah, so the first thing you might want to consider is your marketing approach and who you're targeting. So, for example, if you are kind of going for a beachy feel, uh, then maybe you'll want to have margarita glasses and a blender available. Um, Let's say you have a pool. Make sure you have plastic cups and glasses and uh, make it clear that those are to be used around the pool. Yeah, I mean, if you're in Maine, Maybe you need some lobster tools and crab crackers. If you're a fishing village up in Alaska, I've done that trip a few times, you know, have a flay knife and have some place to clean the fish. Some of you may have a place near wineries. Uh, then you'll want to have some really nice wine glasses, you know, the different sizes, some for Cabernet, some for Pinot, some for the white wine, and of course, champagne. Um, That'll just add a nice touch and they will really appreciate that. And they probably will be bringing home wine from some of the wineries that they're visiting. So have a place to put it. Maybe have a wine fridge that they can store it while they're staying at your place. Maybe you have a place in the mountains. Um, Then you might want to supply some water bottles, hydro flasks, maybe even a crock pot in case they want to make a stew or some chili or something like that. So let's go ahead and dive into the dishes and talk through just the basic dishes you need in your short-term rental Verbo Airbnb property that are just the table stakes to have a, have a property for rent. What do we need? Yeah. So first of all, make sure that they are, you know, fairly durable. Um, they are, you know, easily washed. You can stick them in the dishwasher, but also you want them to look good too and look good in your home. So think about that. If they were to set the table with the dishes, would it look nice? Would it match? Would it look odd. So think about that. We went with white. That's always a good plan and um, easy to match. Um, So basically what you want, you want dinner plates, obviously you want lunch plates, bowls, large size, medium size, definitely want coffee cups. Uh, We, that's probably the, the most used dish in the house is coffee cups. Without, without question it is. Make sure you have plenty of those so they don't have to keep washing them. Uh, Water glasses, of course, are important. Um, Things like cutting boards. Um, I picked the plastic ones because they're dishwasher safe. Um, You might have a pretty wood one out on the counter, but um, cutting boards that are plastic are so nice to just throw in the dishwasher. 
Mixing bowls are important. Serving platters are really nice to have. Knives are really important. So get a nice set. We found a really nice one from Costco. However, we realized there was no serrated bread knife, which is so important. So when you buy a box set, just check and make sure you have all the knives you need. We just bought an extra knife and it was fine, but just pay attention to the knives that are in the set. You need silverware. Uh, Make sure you have enough uh, for all of your guests. Maybe double that up so that you don't have to wash a a fork every time you want to have a meal. Include serving spoons as well. Um, Don't forget a can opener, a bottle opener. And don't forget hot pads. Get some high quality ones. Don't skimp on those. So important. You don't want your guests burning themselves. And very important, don't forget the various spatulas and whisks and things like that you need to cook. Um, It's kind of nice, if you can, to to stick them in a container right on the counter so they're easy to see, easy to find. And if you're going to leave them out, make sure they look nice. There's some nice sets you can buy online uh, that will all match and look nice and neat. Yeah, and I I would just throw uh, in here, Jeanette, that things like your, your importance of hot pads and you want to make sure nobody burns their hands. I, I feel the same way, but things like if you don't have the right hot pad there, people get super creative when they're staying in your home. Okay. And if their hot pad is garbage, they're going to use your dish towel or your makeup towel or your bath towel to pull pizzas out of the oven, things like that. So skimping on a knife, not having a wine opener, um, and skimping on hot pads, things like that. Again, you will bring the creativity out of your guests, and you may not like the result when there's pizza sauce on your hand towels. You may be speaking from experience. I may, we may be. So make sure you have more than enough dishes and glassware to accommodate your maximum number of guests. So if you have six guests that you expect in your home, make sure you have 10 to 12 plates so that... They don't have to be running to the sink and washing all the time. Yeah, nobody wants any of that. Uh, You know, make sure you have extras. Jeanette keeps extras of almost every dish uh, in the owner's pantry. So we know if somebody breaks a plate, they're they're nice. They'll, oh my gosh, we broke a plate. We're so sorry. I don't care about the plate as much as I need to get the next plate in for the next guest that's coming the next day. Yeah, and you want it to match. So we just bought an extra set. So we have that in our owner's closet. If a plate breaks or a cup breaks, we can just replace it and it'll all match and look nice. So our typical occupancy is on average about four people. It's probably a little bit under that. It might be three and a half on average, but four people. And we have 10 of everything that we keep out. So this sort of double number that Jeanette just mentioned, I mean, we are... Four, we're expecting four and we have 10 of everything. And again, this all plays into something we're going to talk about at the end of the podcast about this thrill of abundance. Okay, so let's not forget the kids. If you expect to have some kids in your home, make sure you have some kid dishes, plastic, colorful dishes, uh, plastic forks and spoons and cups. And also, you might think about having cake pans and muffin pans. You know, if kids are there and you're with the family, you might want to make a birthday cake or, or cupcakes or something like that. So if you have those pans available, it just, um, it's just an added bonus. So I would just say for all of these dishes, you know, we've talked about have enough. So we, I think we've beat that dead horse. But also, I mentioned a little bit earlier, this is not the time as a Verbo or Airbnb owner to take all of your old dishes from your primary home, box them up, and shove them into your property. 
uh, it's going to say so much about your home and you as a, as a host, if you're using scratched up skillets and old dishes that don't match, please, you know, let's make a match and let's, let's go ahead and, and honor our guests with some nice, you know, new, uh, dishes and things like that. So let's, uh, Jeanette, let's talk through the cookware side of things. Okay. So we, uh, did a little bit of research on that. We didn't want to spend too much, but we also didn't want to chintz either. So we found a really nice set of pots and pans, uh, at Costco, um, nonstick. So easy to clean. Uh, we got baking sheets, we got some mixing bowls and casserole dishes all at Costco for a pretty good price. So that's a good resource. Costco is not a sponsor, but Costco, if you're hearing this, uh, give me a shout. Well, they also have pretty high quality stuff there, so you can't really go wrong. All right, let's move from dishes and cookware to appliances. Yeah, so we got the basics. We've got your fridge. Uh, we have a full size. Uh, depending on your space, yours might be a little smaller. Or if it's a really big home, you might have a really big fridge. Uh, but either way, make sure it's in good working condition and nice and clean. Um, make sure you have an oven. I think every place should have an oven. Make sure you have a stovetop, a microwave, a dishwasher. And if you have a dishwasher, make sure you provide enough dishwasher pods. So choose appliances when you're making the decisions on these things. Again, we talked at the front end of this about sort of aesthetic versus reality. Don't get cute with your appliances and get things that are so tricky to use that nobody can figure out how to use them. And don't buy a toaster that is different than every other toaster we all, all grown up with. Simple appliances that are easy to use, that look nice in your space. That's all you need to focus on. Yeah, make sure they work well and make sure they're clean. And one little thing, just check the clock sometimes. The power will go out and the clocks will go off. And uh, so we always check and make sure all the clocks are on the right time. Yeah, nothing nothing looks more like the shining than a bunch of flashing <laughs> appliances. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, we talked about the big appliances. Let's talk about some of the smaller appliances. Those are the uh, probably where, you know, the most differences will come in here. Um, so, you know, let's talk coffee real quick. Yeah, that's the most important appliance probably in the entire house. Um, and we get the most questions about coffee makers. So uh, there's lots of options. Um, you can get like a Keurig single serve. You can get a Keurig commercial size. You can get just like a Mr. Coffee drip style uh, or even a little fancier Nespresso machine. Um, there are also, you know, the high-end espresso makers, but we don't recommend those. There's, they're just too finicky. That fall, that just flies in the face of the don't buy things that are hard to use. I mean, if you have some, my sister-in-law has a, a espresso coffee machine that is, I'm, I'm sure it was at least $3,000. It's super cool. It takes 30 minutes, I think, to heat up. It's so cool. And she knows how to use it. If you put that in our in our property, nobody would know what to do with it. And I think again, you're you're trying too hard, and you're going to get a bad review because nobody got their got their coffee the morning they were checking out. That's not a good thing. So, how do you pick what kind of a coffee maker to provide for your guests? I would say if you have a small place like ours, having a Keurig single serve is fine. Um, and then we also have a coffee maker, a drip coffee maker as well. So if they want to make a lot at once, they can. 
But if you have a house that, you know, you're expecting eight to 10 people, um, then a single serve is just going to be annoying. I would say get the Keurig commercial size. You can fill up the water thing and you can make eight cups of coffee before you have to refill again. So a couple of other appliances, just not to leave them out, that you need to make sure to remember to have in your in your Verbo or Airbnb short-term rental property. Toaster, you got to have a toaster. Uh, blender, I would highly recommend. Uh, electric kettles, good. There's certain uh, folks that just don't want to drink coffee or uh, they're culturally, they want to drink tea. And uh, having that for them is a really nice touch as well. Yeah, and one little thing that I learned from our cleaner is make sure you're paying attention to uh, the upkeep of your appliances. For example, the coffee makers should be descaled on a regular basis. So make sure you have some descaler handy and that it's on a regular schedule to be serviced. So we'll talk safety a lot deeper in a later podcast, but I think it does uh, apply here. When you're purchasing your appliances, small or large. I mean, safety is super important. You do not want, you know, Jeanette talked about keeping them in good working order. If you're buying your blender at Goodwill, because you're trying to save $10, you might be trading that for a fire hazard or an injury of some sort for somebody. So just make sure stuff's working, you know, spend the money for new. um, And, you know, again, honor your guests with good quality appliances and things for for the kitchen as you go. Yeah. And the higher quality that you have, the better that your guests will take care of it. So how does, how do you view cleaning? Uh, I know we did a whole almost hour long uh, podcast on cleaning folks. Uh, But what do you, how does cleaning tie into the whole kitchen dishes and appliances? Well, I would say a couple things. Uh, We we talked about descaling for your coffee maker. Uh, You want to get dishes that are easy to just throw in the dishwasher. So we have uh, champagne glasses because a lot of our guests are celebrating some kind of an occasion. But I just buy them at the dollar store and they're nice and sturdy. You can throw them in the dishwasher and they're fine. So think about that. Think about how are they going to do in the dishwasher? Do they fit in the dishwasher? There's some super cool plates and bowls out there, but can they fit in your dishwasher? And if not, then you may want to reconsider. Our friend Gary, his first uh, purchase of, of plates and bowls, um, he got them home. Uh, we would always recommend one wash through the dishwasher before you put them in your cabinets, and they wouldn't fit. So they went right on back to pier one or wherever they got yeah, them. Just little things like that can make you crazy. So so I say pier one, I think they're no, no longer in business. Let's talk about where we shopped and where we would recommend folks listening to the podcast today might shop to find these type of, these type of things. You know, the, um, I'm kind of, I like going to Williams Sonoma. Uh, that's awesome. Um, and I know we said to buy new and buy nice stuff, but I think trying to outfit your entire space from William Sonoma is probably going to break the bank. And that's certainly not the way we approached it. Yeah. Like I said, Costco has really good quality things for a really good price. Amazon is a great resource. We bought quite a bit of uh, dishes at World Market. They have a lot of nice white dishes that all go together. So um, that was another place we shopped at. I would describe the approach you took, Jeanette, as buying going to Costco or Amazon and buying the, the pot and pan, you know, combo 
pack bundle. Uh, go to Costco and buy the knife set you talked about or the dishes set at World Market like you just described. And then once you had that as sort of your canvas, your basic setup, then maybe you're buying your wine opener. You can get a little more crazy, right? And maybe you do go to Williams-Sonoma to buy your spatulas and stuff because you're going to have them out where everybody can see them. So again, I my my memory of how you did this was sort of building blocks of bundles and try to save a few bucks on, on sort of the core pieces and then backfilling with some cool designy, you know, specialty things. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have like a teapot out on your stove, you know, you can pick a nice one, a nice cute one. Um, A pretty, you know, a cutting board out on the counter looks so nice and they can use it for charcuterie or something like that. We were in town and saw a cute uh, yellow gurgle pot that would match our place perfectly. So we got that. And if you don't know what a gurgle pot is, check it out. It's super, super, cool. super cool. So what about, uh, I'm going to change gears for a second to food storage. So they're done cooking and using the mixing bowls you described and maybe they made a pizza in the oven and whatever all this stuff that we know people do when they stay in our in our property now they've got to do something with that food and the last thing we want them to do is either you know lay it on the base of the of the refrigerator or something right back to the creativity of the guests that i talked about so um what do you do for food storage to make sure uh, that they're happy but also they don't damage anything Yeah, I have a selection of different size storage bags, Ziploc bags. I also have some Tupperware, and it doesn't have to be expensive Tupperware. I think I got it at the dollar store, but have several sizes of Tupperware that they can use if they have leftover food. Make sure you have plastic wrap, foil, and if you want to go the extra mile, even provide some parchment paper if they want to bake. I think parchment falls under the thrill of abundance because, again, it's one of those things that um, I could just hear a guest because I could picture you doing it, Jeanette, like, hey, I want to make whatever. Um, hey, do they have, see if they have parchment? And then I would say something dumb like, there's no way they have parchment here. Nobody has parchment in a short-term rental. And then you find it. And that little moment of me being excited that I found it, number one, and then Jeanette having the parchment paper, that would be Thrill of Abundance. And again, stay tuned for the end of the podcast today, because we're going to take a closer look at this Thrill of Abundance thing that we just keep talking about. Let's let's talk about just some other sort of considerations that don't maybe fit as neatly in the kitchen and things like that. You know, they still relate to cooking. Think about it if you have a gas grill out back, but maybe you don't have a gas tank, propane tank. Again, you just had a positive because you listed on your, in your Airbnb verbal listing that you have a gas grill, but now I get to drive to Home Depot and get a propane tank. Guess what? I'm taking a point off my review. You got a charcoal grill, same thing. Have a bag of charcoal briquettes, the ones where you just light the edge of the thing and it goes for you, right? That's probably a little safer than lighter fluid being around. Um, I, we talked about this when we were in Mexico, there was a large five gallon water tank dispenser in the kitchen, but enough water for a day. And we were there for a week and we had to go figure out a way to refill that water tank. Those are the kinds of things that just thinking like a guest and thinking it through so that you are continuing to delight your guests. Yeah. And one little tip. Uh, so I'm sure y'all have stayed at a VRBO or an Airbnb and you walk into the kitchen and you're like, where is the spatula? Where's the wine opener? And you're opening and shutting cupboards and drawers. Um, so what I did is I listed literally everything that we have from the wine opener to the spatulas, to the 
muffin tins, and it's all in alphabetical order, and it lists everything we have and then where you can find it. So it's been, it's just a really nice tool. And we've actually had guests comment that they love that. And so, you know, you you wonder, do they have a lemon zester? Well, you can look on the list. And if it's on the list, you know, they have it. If it's not, they don't. And just think of the wear and tear to your point of opening every drawer, maybe twice looking for the freaking lemon zester when the convenience of just finding it on a spreadsheet and going right to it might even give them some ideas. Like while they're looking for the lemon zester, they're like, oh, they have muffin pans and tomorrow's your birthday. So let's get a cake mix and make cupcakes. Yeah. So that's a really easy thing to do. It's again, I love spreadsheets and it's just a, an easy spreadsheet to do. So dishes cooking pans and and cookie sheets all the things we talked about you know the the thrill of finding the parchment paper all of this to help you all outfit your kitchen with small appliances large appliances dishes and everything else and we certainly hope that uh, that this helped you today as you begin to plan for your short-term rental verbo or airbnb property so Jeanette as we begin to kind of hit this this bonus topic about thrill of abundance, and again, this is a little bit longer bonus than what we normally do, which is sometimes it's just a, hey, watch this show on Netflix. But um, I, you know, I don't remember if it was Airbnb or Verbo, but because they both do it, but they have every year some sort of a, I'm going to call it a virtual convention. I don't know what else to call it, but a series of like a symposium. Maybe that's dates me, but uh, a series of, of, um, you know, classes you can take and things like that. It's all sort of zoom style. And some of the folks are HGTV famous people. And some people are just like me and Jeanette that, that aren't famous at all, but know a little bit about it. And so what we did, Jeanette and I went through the, the curriculum, there's a big word. Uh, we went through the curriculum and picked, you know, six or eight or whatever, each cl- uh, classes or courses to watch over a period of this three days of this thing that went on. And both of us wanted to watch this one called Thrill of Abundance. And I'm telling you, boy, did it make a difference how we addressed our Airbnb property. So the thrill of abundance, what are we talking about? So what it is, it's this idea of providing your guests with an abundance of amenities, comforts, conveniences that go beyond their expectations. So special little surprises. Um, it's ensuring that they have everything they need and maybe even just more than they even expected. You want them to feel comfortable, pampered, and cared for during their entire stay. It really, I mean, we talk about delighting the guest. I mean, that's exactly what it does, and it does it in a couple ways. It creates this sense of luxury and indulgence. Regardless of your property and your your average daily rate, it's going to feel indulgent to have extra dishes, extra towels, all the things we've been talking about throughout our podcast. It makes your guests feel like they're getting more than they paid for. Again, despite your price or whatever your price is, they're getting more than they paid for, like Jeanette said. This can lead to you know people loving their stay, which then translates to great reviews. It's about anticipating their needs. 
So, for example, if you don't have a dishwasher in your home because it just doesn't fit in your kitchen, if you provide paper plates and paper cups and napkins, it's just kind of showing, hey, we know we don't have a dishwasher, but here, this will make things a lot easier for you. Um, And when you provide those extra blankets and the extra types of pillows, uh, maybe you stock the fridge with some extra snacks and special drinks. Uh, Maybe you ask them ahead of time, what is their favorite? favorite beverage. And if you have that waiting for them when they arrive, it just gives them that extra little treatment, that extra little thrill. Thrill. Yeah. It just makes them feel like they're, you know, just makes them feel happy. Well, it makes them feel like that you care, right? Yeah. And we, we do, we ask, we've talked about this before on the show. We, we ask our guests, you know, what's your favorite beverage? That's, that's a code for, you know, what alcohol do you want us to have for you? Basically. And if they don't drink, they usually the answer is Coke or I like iced tea. 90% of the time, it's a specific beer or whatever. And we love to get that because honestly, you you can try to guess which is the certain thrill of abundance activity that's going to put them over the top and reach for that five-star review. But when you ask them what they love and then you deliver it, you're, you're way ahead of the pack. And again, that's really what this is about. We're trying to differentiate our property from other properties in the area. We're trying to stand out. We named our podcast Stand Out because of this very this very topic that we're, we're t- touching on here, this thrill of abundance. We want to be unique and create a you know memorable experience and, and a stay that they'll always remember. And we just, it, it, right as we're talking, we're about... Th- three, four days away from somebody staying at our property for the third time in a year. That is stuff money just can't buy. Yeah. And I think in another podcast, we can talk about some of the many ways that you can kind of go that extra mile and get creative and just do some fun things that will surprise and delight your guests. And it's fun too. It is fun. So let's talk about a stay that we had in Florida that it was the complete opposite of the thrill of abundance. And we still talk about it today. And we talk about it on the show a few times. We were in Florida. We stayed at a home. There was just the two of us there, but it was a two bedroom home, two bath home. The most memorable thing for me was the fact that in the entire premises, there was three forks. Yeah, that was a bummer. It was just frustrating. And it just kind of make it made us felt like I don't know. They just didn't care. What about the coffee? I mean, that, to the point of not caring. Well, I, I'm a coffee drinker, and that was the first thing I went for in the morning. And there was a few pods available, and they were like eggnog flavor and maybe caramel flavor, and that's it. And so that was super disappointing. And here, here's my takeaway on that. Um, this is my own conspiracy theory, sorry, but that owner bought a bundle of, you know, 12 flavors or whatever it was, or, you know, 24 pods of various flavors, put it out over time. Um, everybody drank regular coffee and the decaf and maybe the, even the hazelnut. And they left this gross eggnog and caramel. And instead of taking the hint that, Hey, maybe that's not what our guests want to drink. They just leave them out because they said there'd be coffee there. And there is, I take that offense to that as, Hey, you don't, you don't care what coffee that we, you know, we want a good coffee and you left caramel and eggnog, you know, boom, you just went from a five to four and a half and you got three forks. Now you're a four. We talked in a previous episode about the fact that while they had plenty of seating out back, it was covered in leaves. So just having enough of something or an abundance of something, it also needs to work and be clean and things like that, or, or it doesn't count. Yeah, I agree. So where can you 
flex your thrill of abundance in your property. So we talked about dishes, having plenty of everything, drinkware, towels, lots of coffee out, um, creamers and sugars. And beyond the kitchen, I mean, just, I would take it to, you got to have enough seating. So we talked about that in the furniture episode, but have enough seating, have an abundance of seating, I should say. Foil, plastic wrap, parchment, things like that. Those will be considered uh, abundance, which is great. Ziplocs would fall under that. Um, you know, having snacks out. And again, we don't leave two granola bars out. We don't. We leave, there's probably 20, 18 to 20 items in the snack bowl that you leave out, Jeanette. And, we, you know, I guess we subscribe to the fact that if, you know, if somebody needs to eat all 20, that's fine. They need they needed the food, I guess. But having that abundance and that selection makes it so much more special than here's two oatmeals in a bowl. I hope, hope you're happy now. Jeez, I almost sound angry between the oatmeal and the coffee, uh, eggnog coffee. So I don't mean to sound angry on the podcast, but I think I might have been a little angry at that moment. Now, it is a business, so you don't have to go super crazy. And there is a formula for how much you should spend on each guest. So, and I believe it's... Yeah, it's uh, it's 10% of the first night's stay is the typical formula that you're to spend on delighting your guests. So in our case, you know, that's 60 bucks. We have $60 in the kitty to play with uh, snacks and bourbon and beer in the fridge and all the stuff that we are talking about. Yeah, one time we had a little girl staying with us, and so I was able to find a cute little purse and put her favorite snack in there. I love doing stuff like that. And in in that same vein, uh, maybe because of that stay, but we have lots of coloring books and pens that also available. So they, when they find the coloring books, they have pens to use on the coloring books. Not to mention lots of games. You know, I'm I'm not anti Uno. but if I go to a property and the only game in the entire house is Uno, that's not going to cut it for me for the week. I need, I need a variety of games. We have lots of games. Yeah, and make sure they know where the games are. Uh, we, we leave a couple out um, on top of the cabinet, and it kind of just cues them in, oh, this is where the games are. Yeah, and I would say the, the last thing that just kind of comes to mind, this is super specific to our home, but we have a turntable in our, in our property, a record player, if you know it, not sure what a turntable is. And instead of having three albums, we probably have, you know, 30 to 40 albums that we've put there. And they're not scratched up. Most of them are not scratched up from an old record store. They're actually high quality records. Believe it or not, many of them are signed by the artists. So it's a story for another day. Uh, so it, you know, we're not being cheap and keeping those at our primary home. They're in this, they're in the rental home because I want my guests to have that experience. And we've had people write in the guest book that, you know, we stayed up all night listening to records and laughing like kids, like high school kids. And that makes, that makes my day every time I see that. Yeah, and we know that a lot of our guests are music lovers. We we are very close to a, a really big music venue, and a lot of them are coming to see the music. So, you know, we try to think about what our guests would enjoy, and we figured music would be something that they would appreciate. Yeah, and we've mentioned before, we might even, if the if the if Dave Matthews Band is playing literally across the parking lot from where our property is, we might, and somebody's coming to see that show, we'll go get that album and have it ready for them. It's, it's really been really fun. So... All that to say, you know, uh, the thrill of abundance, you know, delight your guests. Don't hold back. If you're, if you're not sure whether to get eight or 12 of something, get 12. If you're not sure whether you should get 12 of something or 16 of something, get 16, have extras. You know, this is your chance 
uh, right now as you're making these decisions for your kitchen appliances and your dishes and things like that to really make that impact. And you are you are creating five-star reviews with every decision or you're not, and it's up to you guys. And remember, you're trying to stand out. So those little extra things you do will make a difference and may make them choose you over your neighbor. So we really appreciate you guys uh, listening today, and we've had a great time with you. Um, Until next time, I'm John. I'm Jeanette. And thanks for coming and listening to Standout Podcast.